said all the good stuff yeah right now let's record <laughs> <laughs> welcome everyone to episode 60 of the scary movie ice cream night podcast i'm one of your co-hosts cole roberts i'm your other co-host mike anderson and happy freaking halloween it's the day today Hey, all right, now nah, I'm out of breath. <laughs> me too. Let's let's take a break. When it goes psycho with me, Elvira, here at the Bates Motel. Look for me wherever they sell mug root beer, and enter the Go Psycho with Elvira contest. You can be my guest at Universal Studios in Hollywood for a monstrous bash at the Bates Motel. Shower, anyone? This Halloween goes psycho with Elvira and win a party with mug root beer and me. I love my mug. I love it. Uh, yes, Mike. Today is the big 3-1, October 31st, Halloween. Yeah. Booyah. We did it. We we have successfully, I mean, once this episode's over, we have successfully curated 10 episodes of pure nonsense. Yes. What's going to be written on your tombstone? <laughs> Died doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. I, or died talking to Mike. <laughs> That's what I always wanted. <laughs> Sorry to my wife and kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, it, it feels uh, it's a little bittersweet right now. I mean, obviously, we work up to this and... I just want to take a moment to quote a very profound and beautiful tweet by our good friend, Matthew Milhouse Skiff. <laughs> <laughs> you may recognize him from the show, uh, Growing Pains, but he's our friend. Uh, he gets around on those, <laughs> he was on like, those shows. Matt Skiff was in every sitcom in the 90s. Pretty amazing guy. Very talented, but... He's a character actor. He is. He's a fantastic character actor. Um, but let me let me quote this tweet here. Um, he said, Halloween is not about the destination. It's about the journey. And I damn near shed a tear when I read that. I mean... <laughs> I did see that tweet. That was beautiful. It was beautiful. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if he got that from someone else, but I don't want to believe that it came from anyone else other than, other than him. So... I, I, I read that and I was like, wow, it really is about the journey. And that's really this this podcast. Like we've had so much fun this month. And you weren't waiting for this episode, be honest. You weren't waiting for episode 69 on Halloween day. You were excited about the episode that came out October 1st and everything that was to come between the 1st and the 31st. So I hope you guys had a good time. Honestly, we had such a good time. And to be a little transparent, 
because this is a lot of work, we did a lot of this stuff ahead of time. You know, a lot of these recordings were done in September, kind of a way to not totally stress ourselves out, but we somehow managed to do that. (laughs) It's it's still a lot of work. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we're recording this episode, technically, peek behind the curtain, but this is a Sunday evening. It's the 28th. And um, yeah, it was the last hollow weekend. Um, So... You know, it's kind of a it's kind of a bummer too when Halloween's in the middle of the week, but it doesn't matter. It's Halloween. It's still the best day of the year. It it, it can work out too because it's like you get the Halloween weekend and then you get Halloween during the week. It's like a double holiday. Kinda. Yeah. Well, I've had a good time. I've enjoyed talking about the commercials. I've enjoyed discussing the WNUF Halloween special, and I really enjoyed our little Halloween update. So, I think we owe it to the people one last time for 2018. Halloween update! I'm going to miss that. There better be a Thanksgiving update and (laughs) Christmas update. I ate turkey! (laughs) And took a nap! Yeah, um, maybe. We'll see. (laughs) This might be the last episode we ever do. Like, <laughs> so many episodes. I think that people might be okay with that. Yeah, I mean, I, if you're wanting more after this, there's something wrong with you. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, Halloween update. I, I think I'm going to go first. Oh, please, because I have so much to talk about. I'd feel bad if you had to follow me. Oh, oh, wow. Well, what if I had a lot to talk about? It will just pale in comparison. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I'll give it a go anyway. Well, a few things that I remarked on last episode, and um, I've already caught a little flack from it, but I made a comment last on the Halloween Update episode, so this is a few episodes back, about how I was not going to sit down and watch House on Haunted, uh, or The Haunting of Hill House. I, can't, I still can't get the damn name right. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's very confusing because it's like House on Haunted Hill is a movie. Yeah. Um, and I think they're somewhat loosely related. Um, mm. But anyway, uh, actually, all right, here's the thing. There's a movie called The Haunting that's somewhat related to The Haunting of Hill House. But The Haunting is also based off The House on Haunted Hill. So this is where it gets a little crazy. But anyway, I made a comment. And I sat, I, I listened back to the episode and, and I, I want to apologize because I sounded like an arrogant asshole. Because I'm all like... Oh man, all I do is make stuff and work hard. I don't have time for entertainment. Guess what, guys? I watched the show. I watched all 10 episodes. That was 10 hours of my <laughs> life. And I've already had like two water cooler moments, and I don't even have a job to go to. So <laughs> But yeah, my my wife and I, so I, I I've said this, my wife really likes new television shows. She's she's more apt to try the newer things than I am. I'm always stuck in my ways. I want to watch my full house my coach drink some more milk and take a nap but she got me to watch the first episode and the first two or three episodes were pretty i mean in hindsight i wish i had paid better attention to them i was drawing on my ipad doing a little work so i was you know kind of being you know proactive or productive i should say but man we got into that show and we got into it heavy and we finished it pretty quick so again Sound like an arrogant jerk on the last episode. I got self-control, guys. I I could watch all the coach right now, but I'm not going to. Uh, I watched that show in like three days. 
Oh my god. Yeah, I mean it was a ride. Um it really took off about midway and it was just like a roller coaster ride from there on out. And when you finish the show, you kind of like, "Oh man, I wish I would have paid a bit more attention." But at the same time, you do kind of it, it it does like end itself pretty well to where you're like, "Wow, that was a heck of a thing I just experienced." Right. So. See, it it was really interesting uh when you told me that you watched it because we had just had that conversation and then like literally the next day our friend Brandon texted me and he's like, dude, you need to watch Haunting of Hill House. And I was like, really? And he was like, yeah, it's really crazy. And then like at episode five, it just goes nuts. And I'm like, okay, well, I'll give it a shot. And so I watched the first episode and I'll admit like the opening sequence with like the two kids in bed and it was like going back and forth between the rooms and the dad was going back and forth. I was getting a little tense, like, cause I wasn't sure what to expect. They were kind of amping up the, the, the atmosphere a bit, Mm -hmm. but nothing in that episode that I saw was something that I really hadn't seen before in a horror movie. So by the end of it, I was just like, that was good, but it wasn't, great and so then i texted you and i was like i gave that show a shot i wasn't impressed and then you're like dude you've got to watch it we watched the whole thing and i was like holy fuck (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) uh definitely one of my favorite things i've watched this season which i it's hard to admit because like i said i didn't want to watch it i didn't want to like it but um i did and i i really enjoyed it and i i'm sure a lot of you out there have seen it um and uh i've already heard some people have uh, have watched it and have really enjoyed it and there's a uh, another podcast called Master of One where uh, one of the hosts Andrew was listening to our show and was listening to me talk about how I wasn't going to watch the show and immediately called me out and was like you need to watch the show and I was like bro I've already watched it <laughs> I've already <laughs> filmed it's like it was almost like being on like a diet and like having an accountability group it's like don't eat that pizza guys it's done <laughs> I ate it I ate the whole thing <laughs> uh, I had pizza for dinner We've had it three times this week. Whatever. <laughs> you know what? You, you only live once. Why drag it out? <laughs> uh, yeah, so caught up uh, caught up on the newest TV show. I've watched uh, The Haunting of Hill House, and I loved it. I also watched Hereditary, a movie you had recommended last episode, and it, yes. was, it was okay. It was fine. Yeah, see, this, this conversation is leading me to believe that we actually have much different tastes in horror movies because <laughs> i loved hereditary and thought hill house was just okay and like you loved hill house and thought hereditary well was just in your okay. defense you have not finished hill house and that shit gets wild okay I, that's all i've got to say it's okay. and brandon was not wrong like it I, I think it's episode five from then on out it is just nuts mm-hmm. um and god i mean i don't want to talk about the show anymore because it's very good it's a very good show um can I ask you, did it scare you? Like, were you, like, lingering effects afterwards? Dude, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I, I remember going to bed a couple of nights just a little bit on edge, you know? Like, yeah. um, And that's how I know That's how I know something was truly scary. It doesn't really have to scare me in the moment as much as it does, like, what happens, like, when it's time to quiet down and turn out the lights and right. get some shut-eye. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing. Hereditary didn't do that for me. I know that you said it had you feeling that way. Um, yeah it did it it did that to me i think i don't know what it was about i don't know if uh, maybe it's because of how you described it and then you even set me up a little bit visually of what to expect 
and maybe my expectations were tampered a little or at least a little more tamed to where I I, I kind of expected it to be what it was but uh, plus there was a lot of hullabaloo online about people freaking out about hereditary but I know for a fact that a lot of those people don't normally watch horror movies so I kind of get that if that's like one of the few horror movies you've seen I yeah that'll really good mess you up but yeah. um I I liked it I liked it was it was a, like you said that that family that movie went through some horrible things um but I the pacing was just really not great um because it like when it takes off at the end i mean it take it's zero to 60 and you know like it's nuts and it's almost like too big of a high that like when you get down all of a sudden like like before you can even get down from it like the movie's over and you're left with some questions even though you it's almost like i just didn't even care enough to even follow it up really but i will say it was good and i an, another thing like it was done by the same guy who did the movie the witch and i did not like the witch at all and so oh, okay. this was a huge step up from that movie in my opinion well see that's really interesting you say that because i yeah after watching this one i didn't want to bring it up but uh I, I was like, this felt like that movie to me because I typic I didn't like the ending of the witch at all. Yeah. Um, but I, and to, to be honest, I didn't like the ending of hereditary either, but I liked it a lot more than I did the witch. Yeah. Here, here's the thing. And this is what I gathered between the both of them. These are two families. They're different time periods. We got like hereditary dealing with the family of now and, um, the witch dealing with the family during the establishment of America. You know, um, they were, I think they were Puritans. Wasn't that the thing? Yes. Okay. And so both families were experiencing very horrible things happening to them uh, due to uh, an occult force, you know, with, with the witch. It has a lot to do with witchcraft and, 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 the, and the devil. And then um, hereditary, I won't give that away. Because I, I definitely didn't give anything for the witch. Like, trust me, you'll be lucky if you can even follow what that movie's going on. I had to watch that movie <laughs> with freaking subtitles. I did too. I we could not understand a damn saying. thing they were saying. No. And, and they were speaking English. Yeah, as they, far they as I know. <laughs> correctly, I guess. Um th- and, and here's here's a little note to that. I really think that movie would have been a little bit more effective if they could have not been so authentic about it. Because I'm sitting uh-huh. here having to read the movie, and I'm so busy reading it that I'm not really paying attention too much to like what's actually happening. Yeah, and I think that director is really good at like subtle things on screen. So it's like if you're having to pay too much attention to reading what they're saying, then you're gonna miss a lot of stuff on screen. Yeah, part of me wants to go back and watch both of them again. Um, I feel like I followed Hereditary well, but there were a few things I really like was. I think they got right, but maybe they just did them too soon or waited too long. A little bit of both those feelings, but overall, like for a new horror movie, especially this day and age when we're not getting a lot of new ideas and a lot of new horror movies, there's still a really good place for something like Hereditary. And um, like I know a lot of people really enjoyed it, so it's not a it's not a bad movie by any sense uh, or by any by any means is what I'm trying to say. Right, and. The one thing that I'll I'll say about Hereditary 
against uh, Haunting of Hill Houses, Hereditary gave me what I was looking for, and it showed me, like, some scares that I just hadn't really seen before. Yeah. Like, just some of the really scary things that you see at the end, like, people standing in doorways and stuff, I was like, oh my god. Like, I almost turned it off yeah. when, when stuff like that started I happening. I like subtle scares like that, where it's more of an uncomfortable experience than it is a yeah. reach-out-and-boo type of experience. Like, I'm not a fan of jump scares in movies, and I know a lot of new movies really rely on the jump scare. Um, but I I like when things just make you uneasy. And that, that, yeah. that movie has some scenes where I was just like, I was so uncomfortable looking at certain things or seeing certain things where I was like, this is what's, this is scary. Like, yeah, that's what I was really hoping the new it was going to be because like from the trailer, it looked like it was going to be like that. And then when we went and saw it, it was like all jump scares. Yeah. And that's a good point. So, yeah. That's what I, I don't know. But yeah, that's as far as like new stuff I've seen. That was pretty much the newest stuff. I've watched a lot of the classics, which has been really fun. I, uh, I we watched. So here's here's a little movie rundown. I'm gonna do my best to re- repeat everything that I've seen. And granted, you're hearing this when we record. You're you're hearing it on Halloween, but this is the 28th. I still got three more days to get all these movies in. So, you know, if we do an, uh, a Halloween leftover episode, I can rattle off some more titles, but. Um, I'll start backwards. Tonight we watched Pet Cemetery. Last night we watched the movie we we're about to talk about. Um, the night before that, we uh, I finally saw the Poltergeist remake all the way through. Ooh, Unpo- oh. unpopular opinion. Loved it. Really, really thought it was a cool movie. I need to watch it again. Here, I can't remember how here, I felt about. Here's it, the thing. Honest. I and I had this conversation with Brett, but um. I think Poltergeist might be the first Steven Spielberg movie to ever be remade. Is that a hot take? Like, or how 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 accurate is that? Uh, well, possibly. That's he he co-directed that with Toby Hooper. Yeah. So it's not one hundred percent Spielberg, but, but it you still has his right. name on it. Yeah, you might be right. I think it is, which because I was telling Brad, I was like, the thing is, is like, it's never going to match the cinematic charm that the original had but when it was all said and done i think it was a tighter version of the original movie and while i don't have like while i truly liked a lot of the characters plus he's got my man coach he's in that movie the original yeah um while i really liked the actors and the characters in the original movie like i think the dad is a bonehead in the new movie he's he kind of sucks like he's he's goofy but i do like how him and his wife are goofy together i think it's cute and a little little endearing but um the uh you know like the little girl i like her better in the original you know like the the one in the in the new ones just kind of a space case a bit um but it was scary like it was a good scary movie and even for someone who had seen the original multiple times and knew like yeah the tree comes to life and does this or you know the 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 zombies and stuff come out it was still really cool to see that redone with like a better like budget (laughs) Mm -hmm. and yeah um i i i thought was interesting too how you know with the poltergeist affecting the technology the way it did with new technology like with the iphone and the flat screen tvs and things like that like as much as i hate you know everything about like the new day and age you know i mean i love technology let's not get that twisted i love my iphone i love my 4k tv they're they're wonderful 
But I do wish we were back in simpler times when things weren't as, you know, showy and flashy and, and a little more simple. But I liked seeing how a poltergeist is in, you know, the 20... I guess this movie was 2015. So, you know, the the 20... The aughts. Um, right. As opposed to, you know, the the early 80s. Yeah, that's interesting. I'll, I'll Maybe I'll give it another shot before Halloween because I think we own it as well. Yeah, um, I think we got it for like five bucks on Black Friday. And like, yeah. I, I had it in the shrink wrap still. I mean, I, I was like, let's watch this tonight. And I opened it for the first time and like, I mean, obviously the first time since we had it, uh, but we both yeah. we both liked it. And, but it did have me wanting to go back and watch the original. Uh, oh, for sure. I, I, I just love the parents in the original. Like, I do too, Coach. They're so hilarious. Yeah. I love the, that scene where they like are trying to wind down for the night and they're going to smoke a doobie. Yeah, I love it when they go across the street to the neighbor's house and they're like standing on the porch and like the bugs keep like flying in their face and they're trying not to laugh. I think they're already high at that point. Yeah, I I don't know. It's just the way they play off of each other is really great. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. I think the new husband and wife in this movie play off each other pretty well. But that's the thing. I remember the original being a longer movie. I think this one was a much tighter get to the point type of version of the movie. And yeah. I was totally right, and I and I I'll have to go back and see the original because I thought it was Indian burial grounds, but they just say it was a cemetery in the new movie. Yeah, see, they're getting PC because I, I think they're trying to like not insinuate that uh, Native Americans are like magical, right? Or that they weren't just slaughtered by a whole bunch of people that came over. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think they're trying to say that they didn't exist. I, I think they're trying to, Mike. That's the agenda <laughs> I'm getting. <laughs> But you know, I, I I don't want to bore anyone with my with my movie list, I guess. But I've watched a lot of movies. It's been really good. Um, watched Child's Play. I enjoyed that. But the other night, I caught another Spinguli, uh on oh, MeTV mar- marathon, and they showed the original Thirteen Ghosts movie, which I really thought was cool. It's 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 a little hokey, yeah. but it's because it's old as dirt. But it was good. You texted me it, and I had like just told you that I think we have me TV, but for the life of me, I couldn't get it to work because oh, like I'll ha- I have to watch it through an app. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I couldn't get it to work. Dude, so we reason. did the same thing. I had pizza delivered. I had me TV on. Man, it was like spa day number two. <laughs> oh man, that's so cool. It was so good. Um, and then I pulled another. Uh, double header i did another friday spooky tgif night which was absolutely wonderful man i'm so Ugh. jealous of that it was so good dude friday night was just like amazing like that's like it's not it's not even a halloween thing at this point i just want to have a tgif night yeah. that other people in my house appreciate <laughs> ah man we appreciate it over here mike we're loving it loving that tgif we all float over here <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I so outside of the movie and TV realm, I'm going to try to hurry this up because I know you got a lot to talk about and we still got a movie to talk about. It's not that important. <laughs> well, I, we got to do some really cool fall stuff over the weekend. Had an awesome time. Um, I got to go to uh, the Franklin Pumpkin Fest uh, uh, yesterday and my wife had been going, my wife and I have been going to that every single year that I've lived here except for the last two, the last two. Last year we had a baby. The year before that we were in Jamaica um, mm-hmm. for for a wedding, um, 
And so this was the first time we had been back, and it was just super fun. We entered Lydia into the uh, costume contest, and she took third place. Yeah, God, she was so. Cute. Oh my gosh, she was adorable. She, <laughs> she, uh, she was the uh, the the mother fox of Miss uh, from the movie Mister Fantastic Fantastic Mister Fox. Thank you. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Brett did an awesome job making her costume this year. Um. She worked her butt off all week, and it paid off. Um, How did you come up with that? Like, what made you want her to be that? Well, we wanted her to be a fox, but we didn't want it to be just, like, a generic, like, you know, furry costume. Like, we wanted it to have a little more to it, and um, we came across the characters of that movie. And I had seen bits and pieces of the movie and, and knew it was pretty decent, and Brett had watched a little bit of it, too. So, like, we're a little bit of posers because we hadn't really seen the movie, but we thought, hey, it's cute. We can do what we want. It's our kid. You know, leave us alone. <laughs> Nobody, nobody quizzed us about our knowledge of the movie that day, so we were safe. <laughs> but uh, yeah, she looked really cute. It was super fun. Um, but it was really cool. Like it was after all those years of being there. It was the first time we were there with a kid, and then our kids in the costume contest. And we watched that contest every single year, and it was so surreal to see uh, see our daughter in the contest and then actually win. Like, it was it was super cool because it's like. This festival has 65,000 people in attendance every single year. Oh my gosh. It is, How many people were entered into the contest? Like over 50. Oh wow. Yeah, I mean it was it's not a slouch job. I mean, her taking third was a pretty uh, that was a pretty big achievement, but Yeah. What won first? Um so uh, there were some twins and they were dressed up as uh they were babies. They were only like 6 months old, but they were uh their strollers were turned into cabbage patch kid uh boxes. Um, it was cute. It was a cute idea. It was really well done. Second place was a baby in a mouse trap, and it was really cute. Um, <laughs> it it was like this. It, the baby was riding in a wagon, and the wagon was the mouse trap. And so the part the baby was riding in was like the the hole in the mouse trap where uh-huh. the cheese and stuff is. It was really good. That's funny. Yeah, but um, and then Lydia was was the fox. So, um, yeah, it was really fun, and it was a really beautiful, chilly, but also pleasant fall day, overcast. Um, I bought a uh, I bought a really cool screen print from um, of the Monster Squad movie. Uh, the, that's a whole other bit. I won't get too too far into it. But there's a group of guys here that uh, call the movie the movie guys, and um, they show uh pretty much 80s 90s you know classic movies at the local uh refurbished theater in downtown franklin and they do the they're basically like kind of like the equivalent of like a mondo movie event where they uh they have screen printed posters that are limited edition there's a an amazing graphic designer that does all the illustrations for the posters I and mean, i've got several in my house they are phenomenal and um, they do like these big movie events where there's you know sometimes there's costume contests and prizes and things like that it's it's the movie gang sorry um, but anyway, mm. they uh, they did Monster Squad last year, and they had some leftover prints, and they're doing the new It movie this year. And so mm. I opted. The It poster was amazing, but I was like, there was only three of the Monster Squad left, and I had to have it. So yeah. um, picked that up. We had a good time, ate some donuts, and just had an awesome fall day. And uh, and today we went and bought our pumpkins at my favorite uh, pumpkin patch. So it's been nice. it's been a great weekend. That's awesome. I mean, it's, it's, I, I, I was watching your story. I was living vicariously through your Instagram stories and 
it looked beautiful there. Yeah, it was nice. It's been like it was so weird though, because yesterday was chilly. Had to wear had to wear a jacket and a hood, and, and then today it was like I I was sweating. Like Tennessee's oh, weird. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah we we were dying today. It like out of nowhere it got really hot. Yeah, but it looked amazing. I've been cracking up at your Instagram stories when you'll do like that soft zoom in with the purple around Uh, like something that you enjoy yeah because it's just like you're falling in love with everything (laughs) (laughs) but then today you had one that was like fire around it like this is fire yeah so i know we make a lot of jokes about the the basic white girls but if if you know us i'm the biggest basic white girl i know so like (laughs) i'm always like if, if you follow me on instagram i'm constantly like enamored with fall like oh like look at these leaves look at my pumpkin spice latte look at this look at that the weather's perfect and it's like but the rest of the year i'm dead you don't hear anything (laughs) like i never compliment the weather i'm never taking pictures (laughs) of this the trees so you know if anyone's ever upset about our white girl jokes it's we're making fun of myself that's what i'm doing (laughs) you're the werewolf from that 7-eleven commercial i am yeah it's like instead of getting my coffee it's the first brisk air and the leaves up all where i'm like oh i'm human again <laughs> hey cole how you doing <laughs> I'm like oh it's finally fall the rest of you i'm like ah <laughs> but yeah it was it's been an awesome weekend it's been super fun so um, that's great yeah this has already been like one of the coolest little october's halloween celebrations i've had so really thankful and really fortunate for that so that's yeah like i said i got three more days you know, of course, what you're hearing this is the day of, but we'll hopefully good things happen in the next three days. <laughs> Lots of movies yeah. and, and relaxing. I haven't done anything. Bull <laughs> crap. You better say something. Say it. Say I've been it. Tr- I'm trying to think of stuff the whole time you were talking. And I can't. I don't have anything. No, you. No, I'm, just, you I'm just kidding. Okay, good. Get, get on with it. Let's hear it. <laughs> uh, yeah, just to like expand on what you've said, this has been like one of the best Halloween seasons that I've experienced in a long time and I don't know what it is I don't know if it's just the Halloween gods are smiling on us right now but <laughs> it it's it's been so much fun so like I've, I've done so many like Halloween things and I think a lot of it is just I'm allowing myself to embrace the spirit of Halloween and mm. fall um but like I uh the other night um some of the smaller things are like the other night we we had a home improvement Halloween marathon oh man well uh, hey that's almost like a TGIF marathon oh yeah t- see like how home improvement is like one of the one shows that Heather will not just tolerate but actually kind of enjoys like she thinks <laughs> she kind of Tim likes Al- it <laughs> what <laughs> she kind of likes it <laughs> she does she thinks Tim is hilarious which is which is hilarious in its in its of itself because like I I make jokes like Tim Allen and I get in trouble, but then she watches it on TV and, and it's perfectly she fine. It's yeah. yeah, I love uh, that. <laughs> <laughs> so like uh, we did that and we had pizza and that was like it was just a great night. Um, nice. But then over the weekend we kind of did what you did this weekend. We went to um, the Orr family farm here in uh, Oklahoma. And, uh, it, it was great. I mean, it was, we just kind of walked around and did some like fall activities. It's, it's like this big overgrown farm that they like, let you walk around. There's like a corn maze and you can pick out pumpkins and stuff. And then they've got little, um, like different concession stands for different things and a big playground and Colt had a blast. Um, Do they wear costumes? Not, not to the Orr family farm. Okay. Um, but they had their, uh, 
schools or their daycares trunk or treat. Oh, okay. On Friday, so we that was like our trial run for their costumes. Nice. <laughs> um. So yeah, it, it, yeah, it was kind of like the prototype trial run. Like, is everything going to stay together on Halloween night, sort of thing? Because, um, Coda. His costume is real generic. It's it's just like a little dragon costume that we picked up. Super at the, cute though. At a it is mind blowing how much he looks like Colt when he was that age. It really is. It's, like it's crazy. Yeah. Um. But then Colt, I I said on a previous cast that he wanted to be the robot version of Blaze from Blaze and the Monster Machines. Yeah. And uh, still so, haven't got to watch that show yet. Don't don't rush out to see it. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> um. It, it, it's it was essentially he's essentially Iron Man as a as a, a monster truck. So yeah. we bought him a little Iron Man costume, and then I kind of modified it. I made him like a chest piece that kind of makes it unique to Blaze, and then he's got this beanie with Blaze's face on it, and he just loved it. I was it was a little trepidatious at first because he didn't want to wear the chest piece, and I was like, if you don't wear this, you're just Iron Man. And he didn't get it, and he just didn't want to wear it. But then we showed him himself in the mirror wearing the chest piece, and he he just lost his mind. He's like, "I'm Blaze!" Oh wow! And <laughs> and uh, it, that was really cool. So like he he wore it without any issue uh, the whole night, and like we got to the trunk or treat, and they had games there, and he was like shooting little putt putt golf, like throwing ring toss and stuff like that. And like, it was holding up and I was like really worried about it. I was, I had my duct tape ready to like fix him at a moment's <laughs> notice, but it, 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 it held together. So I think he's going to do just fine on, on Halloween oh, night. Man. That's going to be exciting. Are you excited for the big night? <laughs> I cannot wait. Like I, I'm a little scared actually, because it's like going to be beautiful weather up until Wednesday and Wednesday, Wednesday it's, it's like 60 to 70% chance of rain. Dude, all that's day, what we so. have here. What the heck? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's Ugh. I'm, I'm hoping we get a little bit of break in the afternoon to go do some trick or treating. But if not, they've at least gotten to do the trunk or treat and they'll get to go to grandma and grandpa's house. I was going to say, you at least get them out of the house to go visit someone or they're going to be crushed or at least Colt will be. Coda won't won't even know. Oh, totally. And we can, we can, we can, you know, go to a couple houses under an umbrella and be just fine. So yeah, that's good. Uh, Yeah. So, um, those were some of my smaller things. Oh, one other thing is I saw a movie that I'd really been wanting to see for a long time, ever since I listened to an episode of the uh, Purple Stuff podcast where they talked about um, Creepshow 2. Yeah. I'd never seen that movie before, but they, they were talking about the the Raft segment. Yeah, man, what a cool movie. I love Creepshow 2. It was, yeah, that segment was everything that I wanted it to be from what they were describing. It was so great. I'm so glad that I like found it and, and watched it. Yeah. Awesome movie. That's one of my favorites. I think yeah. that's my favorite creep show. I think two is, is my favorite out of, out of them. Yeah. And like, I think I actually wound up watching the whole movie. That one, the raft is the one that I was like actively paying attention for. I think I was kind of drawing during the rest of them, but, um, yeah, it was a really great movie. Um, I love how they do like the little animated sequences. Oh, but. that I know. That's such a. <laughs> that's 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 one of the reasons why I watched it in the first place, and then was like pleasantly surprised after that. <laughs> right. Okay, so on to my big ones that I'm like super excited to talk about. Yeah, let it spill, spill it out. So Friday, um, no, excuse me, Thursday of last week. 
I uh, made a special trip at lunch to Burger King because I wanted to get the scary black cherry frozen drink. And so we have a Burger King that's like right down the street from my office. So I I took a little jaunt down to BK and uh, I pull in and I see an advertisement for it on hanging on the window. But right next to it, I see an advertisement for the uh, Nightmare King Green Bun Burger. Oh, the Nightmare Burger. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. I'm going to order it. Oh, I'm, you're a fool. Ma- Are you serious? I ordered it. Oh. And you know what? In my head, I was thinking, I just want to see what it looks like. I may not even take a bite of this thing, but I want to see what it looks like because it looks so cool in the commercial and on the, the graphic that they have hanging on the window that I wanted to see what it looks like in person. And also I, I like read what was on it. I was like, you know, I like everything that's on this except for onions. So I was like, maybe this might be good. I don't How know. How do you not like uh, onions though? Uh, onions are gross. <laughs> oh man. Uh, okay. So I get to the, <laughs> I get to the drive through and I, I say, I, I'd like to try the, the scary black cherry drink. And she is like, okay, can I get you anything else? And I said, um, I'd like to try the green bun burger. I love that goes, you ordered the drink. You're like, I don't have a side of a burger. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, I, up till that point, I was still debating whether or not I wanted it or not. I know. I and, mean, it's just like a great order. It's like most of you will be like, yeah, I'll have the cheeseburger and fries. <laughs> oh, and I got to get that drink. <laughs> but you're like, well, that's why I came for. I was the perfectly prepared to just order the drink. Um, so... Uh, I, I said, I'd like to try the green bun burger. And she was like, oh, the nightmare burger. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> oh, is that what they're calling it? <laughs> we both kind of chuckled. Like she chuckled through the thing and I chuckled and she was like, okay. And she was like, anything else? I said, no. And she goes, okay. So I pull up to the window and she's like, look at you getting the scary black cherry and the nightmare burger. I mean, she made me like, feel special. <laughs> well, I was like, I know I, I've, I'm a little nervous. And she said, oh no, there's. There's uh, chicken on it and, and cheese and like you're gonna love it and but she then she said but you're the first person that's bought it at our location wow and it and this was Thursday and it been I think it got released the Monday before so a in week like, in yeah in a whole week I was the first and person Mike at that Anderson is the first <laughs> one to get an abnormal burger that's not meat cheese and ketchup. Right. <laughs> amazing and it was really funny because she was even like i'm gonna go watch them make it because i've not seen them even make it yet and <laughs> well, so she just okay, left <laughs> well wear the proper uh hairnet and stuff it was almost like i was a spectacle because like people were like coming to the window watching her hand it to me <laughs> called the news yes we got this you gotta film this he's gonna take a bite he's gonna take a bite <laughs> <laughs> and yeah she was like uh she was like please come back tomorrow and and let us know what you thought of it and i told him okay but i had no plans of ever oh, turning heartbreaker <laughs> um but so yeah i i went back to the office and um everybody was at like a lunch thing so it, i was by myself up up on my floor and uh i start drinking the scary black cherry and like there's no way that's not going to taste good. Um, and so it was good? I, oh, yeah. Really enjoyed good. it. Um, it didn't, like, turn my whole mouth black like I was expecting it to, but it definitely turned my tongue, like, the top of my tongue black. Mm. 
Um, the only disappointment that I'll say that I had with it was I wanted it to be in the cup that I saw on the commercial. Like it was just in a regular large. Ah, uh, they well, like, you were like probably you the get, first one to order it, and they didn't know. Yeah, she, I mean, she was like, really? Um, <laughs> no, but yeah, I mean, it tasted great. Um, I love black cherry. Mm. Yeah, it was really good. Um, so what I did was I've got in my department. There's two other guys that work in my department, and we kind of hang out all day if we're not too busy and so i was like you know they might like this because they're they're like foodie people they like to try new things and i was like so i'm i'm gonna take the onions off of this because i know that's the one thing i don't like and i cut myself off a little square of the burger and i just kind of i just went for it i popped it in my mouth totally expecting it to be gross and oh my god dude it was like it was like i was experiencing food for the first time in my life <laughs> it it was so good like the flavors wow. were just like hitting me because do you know what's on it no i familiar? actually I, I was about to ask you what that was okay so it's like a regular i think it's just a regular like whopper bun and I, that's just dyed green like i don't think there's any sort of special flavor to that um, but then there's a, a Whopper meat patty with cheese mm. and then a um, chicken fried chicken breast on top of that. Wow. And then a, a sort of a, like a spicy bacon on top of that what? and then onions and mayonnaise. Wow, that's a that's a hefty sandwich. I know. I mean, <laughs> Damn, I'd be so, taking a nap after that. So I... Uh, <laughs> I took the onions off and then I, I took a bite of it and I loved it. It was so good that I took another bite and I was like, God, this is, this is amazing. This is like the best thing that I've ever tasted in my life. And what's really funny is like Heather and I have been watching shows like MasterChef lately or like cooking shows. And the, the judges are always talking about how like these different flavors incorporated into the dish are like hitting them at all the right moments. And I'm like, gosh, I'm just not eating the right foods because everything that I eat is just like one flavor. It's like vanilla or like just a burger with cheese i'm not getting i'm never eating anything that has like a multitude of flavors yeah that that are accompanying each other and and enhancing each yeah, other. yeah like vanilla right so like that's why i was saying as this was like the first time i've experienced food in my life because i was like this is it and it, and it was like it's so sad that it's from burger <laughs> king burger king did it <laughs> <laughs> yeah so so um, gourmet I, <laughs> so what's funny is at that point i stopped eating it because i was like i want to save some for the guys if if they want to try it but then i also i text um through instagram i text text our friend wes allen from the pass forward podcast because he had asked us if we had tried the black cherry thing when when we were guests on their podcast uh, the other week, uh, at that time I hadn't had it yet. So, um, I wanted to let him know that, Hey, I tried it, but then also I've tried the green bun burger and I wanted to let him know that it was amazing. And so the day goes on and I let the, the guys try it and I actually wind up eating the rest of the burger. Like I ate the whole thing. Nice. <laughs> so around seven thirty that night, uh, I started to feel really sick. <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> yeah. So like we were in, see, like I, I was full from lunch. So like I didn't really eat dinner. And so Heather wanted Taco Bell. So we went to Taco Bell and we were like stuck in the drive through. It was one of those drive throughs where you can't like pull out because there's like grass on one side. And oh, then I, I, I think I know which one you went to. I've been to that one. 
yeah, and, and like, I started feeling really sick in this drive-thru, and, like, it was the longest-lasting line in the world, and the kids are screaming in the background, and I'm like, oh, my God, I just, I need to get out of this line. I'm going to die. And I, my stomach is just killing me, and I, <laughs> I know it's it's that burger, like, back for revenge. Oh, no. And, like, and like as soon as we get home, Wes texts me back. He's like, oh, is, is the burger really that good? I'm kind of afraid to try it because the black cherry drink messed me up for a couple days. I was like, Oh gosh, Wes Allen. Why didn't you tell me this Wes Allen? Because I've had both of these things now. They're in my stomach. It's like I swallowed hand grenades and, and (laughs) so it was the drink. I think it was the drink and the burger. So it's like both of them are like fighting it out in my stomach. And it was so painful. What the heck? How does like a dual slushy drink hurt you so bad? I I don't know. I don't know what it was. That's wild. I was in so much pain and my stomach hurt so bad. But what was crazy was I was still craving that burger. (laughs) Like I want it again. Oh, man. Well, if you do it, just have the burger and see how you feel. Maybe it is a drink. that, that's a good point. I might do that. I mean, if it um, messed Wes up, yeah, maybe there's something weird about black cherry slushy scary. Could be. It, it, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if maybe it was Maybe that's both the scary one. part. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> scary because you may not make it to the bathroom in time. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, so, I mean, I, I recommend the burger for the taste, but, I mean, until I try it again, I don't know if, that's, if it... If it messed me up, but yeah. Um, so wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Sure. So they say this burger gives you nightmares. Oh right, right, right. Did you have a nightmare? I did not have a nightmare, but I do remember dreaming very vividly that night. Interesting. Yeah, and I don't usually remember my dreams, and I don't really dream that often. Yeah. To begin with, but I well, do that remember. You know of. Yeah, I do remember having, and I can actually still remember parts of it. So. Um, How strange. Yeah. So, yeah. So, that was Thursday. And then uh, Friday is when we did, like, the big thing that I'm ultra, ultra excited to talk about. We saw the new Halloween movie. Oh, crap. Well, let's yeah. strap in for this. How was yeah, it? it? It was great. And I don't want to say too much. Don't, because I don't. I, I really don't want to know anything about it. Oh, yeah, because I, I went to great lengths to, like, not hear anything about it. Yeah. And I've seen one trailer. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, it was great. I'm not going to say too much. I promise you that. But it was not what I was expecting. But it was what was needed. I'm good. I'm gonna, uh, that's all I'll say. Nice. Well, one thing I do want to know, and you can probably tell me without spoiling it. But sure. I find it. I find it so interesting that this movie um, erases everything that's not the first one, and I. I know Halloween 1, 2, and 3 are really the best of the whole original series. Mm-hmm. Um, everything after that is kind of weak, in my opinion. I know some people sure. feel differently. I know a lot of people thought um, Halloween H2O was a, a, a good movie. Um, sure. Or maybe it was, which one had, is Curtis in that one and? Resurrection. Resurrection, yeah. She's in H2O and Resurrection. Okay. Technically. Yeah, okay. So, um, with that said... How does it make you feel like does it does this good that it happened that they did this where it, it negates all those other ones? It's just Halloween and then Halloween, the new one. <laughs> I'll say this. I completely understand why they did it, mm-hmm. but I 
will say that my previous concern before um, where we learned that they were negating all the other ones is Laurie Strode in the movie says he only killed five people. And to me, it's just like it completely negates his kill count throughout Mm -hmm. the entire series. And it's like she is so like mental over him in this movie that it would it feels like the level of mental that she is is like if he had killed hundreds of people and was had been coming after her for 40 years. Yeah. But it's like he's been locked up since the first movie. Yeah. And it's just like I I found it hard to believe that it has had this big of an effect on her. But then again, I've never been in that situation, so right. I don't know. Yeah. I, very true. I mean, you're right though. I mean, it it does seem like the way she feels about him is as if all these other movies had existed where there was like a huge body count. Right. And like this would be like the actual last Halloween. Like maybe it it rewrites, you know, H2O and Resurrection. Oh, it totally does. Um, um, but I mean, so if you put all those movies before those two together, then yeah, I can see her acting absolutely insane over this. But you're right. It was that one night. But again, you're also right. You've never been in that situation. So it's like, you know, who knows, like, what followed her around, you know, um, haunted her for all that time, really. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, There were some funny bits in it. There was some... I I can't say I was really ever scared by it, but I will say it did kind of feel like a soft reboot of the second movie. Interesting. Yeah. That's all I'll say. It was it was great. Really good. enjoyed it. I can't wait to see it again. Nice. Um, I can't wait to see it. <laughs> yeah, it was really good. One of these days. <laughs> well, good. Well, let's do our final treat talk for this episode. Unless that was your treat, was that? No, no, no. I've got more. Oh, I got, oh, uh, my, my skill. No, not 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 more update. But I, I have a treat. No, no, sure. yeah. All right. Let's get into that after this short little break. Hey, Joey the Werewolf here, live, nip or treat. I'm on the phone with Ashley for ready to play. Yeah. Okay, here we go. We got six houses. We got prizes and some monsters and the others. We got, you got 40 seconds. What house do you want to go to first? Six. Six. Go. Rotten acres down on the right. Come on, Ashley. You can do it. Go, go, go. Okay, take a right. Take a, ooh, good, good, good. Now, press the doorbell. Good. Whoa. Oh, you got, oh, you got the bear. Where you want to go next? Five. Five. Okay, quivering heights. Down. Down past the house you just went to, and go watch out for the ghost. Whoa, I hate that ghost. And then you take a right, take a right there, press the doorbell. Joan Fry says you are absolutely positively at the wrong house. Where do you want to go next? Four. Four, okay. Go all the way down on the right. You're staying on the right side of the street, aren't you? Okay, drive on the right, I guess. Okay, go down, go past the door. Oh, dead inside. Press the doorbell, quick, quick. Yes. No prizes here. Congratulations. Be sure you stay here, because we got more coming up on Nick or Tree. Bye-bye. All right, Mike. Well, I'm gonna let you go first on this street talk. I'm, I'm because I just I'm I'm so curious. <laughs> I'm so curious because you've already right. told me about the the delicious yet late, later painful uh, <laughs> Burger King experiences. Right. <laughs> so let's hear it, man. What do you got for oh, me? Okay, I officially retried pumpkin spice latte. Oh, good. Good. And you still hate it. I hated it. You son of a- 
<laughs> so like, okay. So I, I the last time I had it was probably 2015. Yeah. Maybe 2016, but it was a good few years was ago. Was it not last year? I thought it was last no. year. No. Because I remember I was in, it, it was like right around when Colt was born. Okay. So that was almost three years ago. I had it after the Nightmare Burger, so I was like, "Hey, oh, maybe no. my maybe my taste buds have changed. I'm, <laughs> yeah, maybe I'm ex- brave. <laughs> maybe yeah, maybe I'm more accepting of things." And so I I went in, and I'll be perfectly honest, I was more scared of the ordering process than I was of actually drinking this because well, I've never yeah. I've, with like I didn't even order the pumpkin spice latte the first time I got it. I asked somebody to get one for me as they were going. So like I went in there and I literally told the lady because I was also getting a, a coffee for my mother in law and I was like I told the lady I don't I've never done this before. I'm sorry if I say things <laughs> wrong, <laughs> but she can smell I was the like fear. I need I need this kind of coffee and then I also need a pumpkin spice latte. She was like, what sizes? And I said, a medium and your smallest. And I know those aren't the sizes that they use. Yeah. They say short or venti or whatever. And so I just looked like the, the worst person in there. Um, <laughs> but I got my stuff and I got out. And and I waited until I got home because I wanted to drink it in front of Heather in case she wanted to try it too. Because she's never had it. She's not much of a coffee drinker either. Wow. Um, this blows my mind. <laughs> so uh my initial reaction was it was too hot i didn't I, I like it was so hot i couldn't even taste anything so i put it in the refrigerator Ew, no. for a minute <laughs> and i dropped a nice cube in it. oh my god what <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> my 72 year father-in-law puts ice in his coffee Right after he pours it, it's too hot. I can't it's taste it. You guys are burning my mouth. It's coffee. It's supposed to be hot. I mean, don't no, no, drink no, it that immediately. That's, too, that's just dangerous. It, if I dropped that on myself, I would have a lawsuit a on my hand. My God, <laughs> ice cube only waters it down. It was a small ice cube. Oh. It melted really fast. Okay, so I take it back out. <laughs> And uh, I give it another shot, and I, I'll admit, I there were parts of it that I liked. I the water I mean, kind of. <laughs> it, <laughs> it, it was there was a lot of milk in it. I think. Well, it's a latte. So, it's it's part dairy. <laughs> <laughs> it, and it did taste like a pumpkin pie. But here's the thing, I love pumpkin pie. To me, pumpkin pie is like the quintessential thanksgiving food even more so than turkey like i don't even yeah. care if i eat turkey i'm with you thanksgiving but here's the thing i don't like to drink pumpkin pie i love pizza i don't want to drink a pizza well uh, i can't I argue with pizza. that logic <laughs> yeah so it's like i it's just something about the texture of it like i just can't like i i can smell it as i'm bringing it up to my mouth and i'm expecting to like take a bite out of something but i'm drinking it and it's like i don't i don't know i just I couldn't get around that in my head, and uh, I just I didn't like it at all. Uh, well, here's the thing, Mike. You tried it twice. I'm not gonna. A, a broken clock is right twice a day, is what they say. <laughs> and so, I'm not gonna argue. I I think I'm gonna do this because you tried it, Mike. 
Yeah. I've I met you in the year two thousand and something. Seven or six. Seven, six. And I don't think I actually talked to you until two thousand eight, but Right. <laughs> <laughs> you've grown leaps and bounds like as a as a person. And you've tried things that I, I just never thought you'd ever try. And so this is this is good enough. It really is. <laughs> good enough. That's what's going to be on my tombstone. Good enough. Good enough. <laughs> it's still better than die talking to Mike. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, man. Well, I, I would be curious. And here's the thing. I'm not saying try it again because, again, you don't need to. You've already done it twice. But... I would be curious that if you liked it more, if you were a coffee drinker, because I think you would probably pick up on, because like, that's that's what a latte is. It's 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 espresso, which is highly potent coffee that is overbalanced by a frothy warm milk, and mm-hmm. so you're getting this good caffeination, you're getting a smooth blended taste because of the hot milk. And, you know, the pumpkin pie flavoring is, is always on point in the pumpkin spice lattes. And, you know, you get, they put the little nutmeg in there, the pumpkin spice, and then they got the, the whipped cream on there, which also adds another element. Once it melts, it also adds another little dairy element to it. But it's, it's a very good drink if you like coffee, I think. I, I really do think it's, it's the difference between that and hot chocolate. Hot chocolate is literally like a hot chocolate milk. If you like chocolate milk and you don't mind it being hot, you're good. But if you don't like coffee, you're probably not going to like a latte. There's a better, there's a good chance you'll like the latte more than a cup of black coffee because there's there's some sugar and some cream and things like that. But there's still a pretty dominant coffee taste involved. So you either like it or you don't. They didn't put whipped cream on mine. You can, here's the thing. You can request it. Or you can leave it off. I've lately started mm-hmm. asking them to leave it off because when you drink 68 of them a week, <laughs> those calories, there's almost like an additional 200 calories from the whipped cream, which is ridiculous. Well, see, the I, I ordered it and the girl like went back and she started to make s- stuff and it took a really long time for, she, she gave me the coffee really quickly, but it took like a long time to get the, the pumpkin spice latte. And I saw her kind of walking around with this thing and like a clear cup with a lid on it and it had like, you know, the whatever latte was in it. And it had like this real nice whipped cream on top. Mm. I was like, Oh, there's my pumpkin spice latte. And then she never brought it up. And then all of a sudden (laughs) this guy came up and he was like, Mike, I have your pumpkin spice latte at the counter. And I go pick it up. It's just in this little cup with a lid. Yeah. It looks like a cup of coffee. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, this isn't, this isn't beautiful at all. Yeah. You probably saw uh, someone get a Frappuccino. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's what I was expecting it to look like, and uh, so get I, so I, get I, this. I assume they they're like this guy doesn't even know. He doesn't know. We'll just we'll screw him. Yeah, we'll, just, we'll mess just with him. Just give him something. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, they, just make it really hot. He won't be able to taste it anyway. Yeah, that's that's, that's a good point. Um, they do serve it. They will ask you now if you want a cold. And so the other day it was blazing hot. I was like, I need the pumpkin spice latte. I need it, but I don't want to sweat anymore. <laughs> so I ordered the cold version and it was disgusting. Oh, I yeah. could not enjoy it. Like I will never <laughs> order the iced version of that again. Oh, <laughs> like, and that's, isn't that weird though? Like someone who's obsessed with the pumpkin spice latte, but will not drink it iced. It's a completely different experience. Yeah. I mean, like it's not good milk. You drink milk cold, but I will not drink milk with ice in it. I do. 
That's weird. Milk and ice. I will only drink a glass of milk if there's ice in it. Oh, that's so weird. I know. I know. I'm bagging on you here, but I've got skeletons in my closet. <laughs> you know, if it's time to have chocolate cake or cookies, I like to have milk with it, but I put at least three ice cubes in that milk, Ooh. and I let it sit for a little bit so it gets really cold. Oh. I don't... Do you squirt toothpaste into your orange juice, too? No, I'm not a monster. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, my treat talk. This one, uh, this one's not fair because I, I don't, there's not a lot of people who are going to be able to experience this, but it's the only treat that I really had that's noteworthy other than, you know, pumpkin spice lattes and pumpkin cereals and whatnot. But we went to the Franklin Pumpkin Fest, and there's always been this little mom and pop donut stand that I have enjoyed and have supported across the years every time I go. And they make these really nice fried dough, um, you know, uh, old-fashioned donuts. So they're the, like the cakey fried donuts. Not yeast, but, you know, cakey fried. And they always dip them in cinnamon sugar. And they're always marvelous. But And they're pumpkin flavored. So really good. Well, this year they stepped it up. And, of course, we haven't been in the last year. So I don't know how long they've been doing this magic but they had, you know, the basic pumpkin dough fried up with the cinnamon sugar on the outside. Very delicious. But they started glazing these things, Mike, with glaze. Ooh. And then they started doing chocolate dipped versions of them. Oh, my goodness. Holy S-H-I-T. Mike, <laughs> Brett and I lost our freaking minds. Like, so hesitant. To order these because I knew I was like go with the old but you know I'm the opposite of you I'm the adventurous guy I'm like all right well I don't here's the thing I'm buying a dozen I know what I I know what's good already so we'll get six of the basics and then I'll divvy it up you know with the between the chocolate and the glaze and my wife and I about had a fist fight over these glaze and chocolate donuts <laughs> like they were so good we didn't even want the original ones and they were tasty they were really good but um, I think they're called Ellie's. I can't remember. Like I said, this isn't going to benefit anybody that wasn't there because I don't even know if they have a brick and mortar shop anywhere. I got to go hunt them down. But um, rumor has it they set up at the farmer's market on Sundays in Franklin, Tennessee. So we're going sometime. Like <laughs> freaking amazing. How far of a drive would that be for donuts? Uh, it's like 20, 25 minutes. Well, that's not bad. No, not for donuts. That's worth it. <laughs> high caliber donuts yeah oh i mean these are special donuts man so um that was my probably the biggest excitement because again i've been supporting this donut place for a while and it was just really cool to go up there and, and be surprised that the menu had evolved and like i said my wife and i loved it and she's she's so like like she she loves the cinnamon sugar ones but like she tried the glaze and it blew her mind she she told me whispered in my ear she's like this is the best donut i've ever had in my life and i knew she was serious it's funny that she whispered it <laughs> it took her man it took it took her breath away <laughs> uh, that's, that's awesome when uh, risks like that go well i know right i mean it's kind of like your burger story except you had diarrhea later well like heather's just like you like she will go to when we go to a restaurant i know what i want because i only get the same thing but she's like always like well maybe i want to try this and there's been several occasions where she's like i've made a mistake that's happened to me yeah i mean 
Brett's yeah. kind of the same way as, as you. She knows what she likes and she'll order it. And sometimes she'll try something different. And get this, I almost always prefer what she gets the most, but I always order something different. Always. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, I don't think anyone's interested in that. So with that said. But hey, that, that was a great pick. Like, <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but... My absolute favorite donut of all time is a cinnamon sugar plain cake donut. Is it really? Mike, you would have loved these because they were they were pumpkin dough and it was so mm. subtle. Like this isn't like your pumpkin spice generic type taste. This is like good pure from the earth wholesome pumpkin taste. Like it's like ooh, pumpkin pie. Yeah. See, I think I could have handled that because you you're loved eating it. it. You would have yeah. loved it. And yeah. they serve them warm. Ever so warm. So you get your bag and it's just a little bit, you know, you want to kind of put it in your shirt and keep your chest warm. <laughs> That's what I did. It was cold yesterday, man. I was going to hide that bag somewhere. One on each peck. <laughs> <laughs> I put a donut on each of my breasts. So good. All right. Well, let's get to the big finale. Today we are discussing... The cult classic. Ernest Scared Stupid. From Touchstone Pictures, monstrous trolls have sprung to life. That's your hope you're from Game And now, Ernest B. Worrell is springing into action. He'll try anything. I know Tai Chi Kung Fu Chow And everything. Your shoes untied. To save the day. It's showtime. Yeah. It's Ernest P. Worrell in a brand new movie. Ernest Scared Stupid. How about a bumper sandwich, booger lips? Starts Friday, October 11th at a theater near you. 1991, Ernest Scared Stupid. Ernest accidentally unleashes an ugly troll that plots to transform children into wooden dolls in the town of Brerville, Missouri. Description from IMDb. That was quite possibly the best description. You said that about the WNUF cast, too. I mean, I don't... That that was the most concise. This one's probably the most, like, actually coherent. Yes. (laughs) Well, I mean, I don't know. Is it, though? We're talking a a troll turns kids into wooden dolls? I mean, they at least used a name from the movie. Yeah, that's true. Well, here is... I mean, all right. We got to... We got to do a little gushing here on Ernest Scared Stupid because this is not just a movie we drew out of a hat to talk about, my friends. This is a movie that I know I personally love and adore with my entire being. I love Ernest, the man Ernest, Jim Varney Ernest. I don't know Jim Varney personally, I never knew him personally, but Ernest was the guy that meant I mean he was my superman as a kid. Yeah. I mean I know exactly what you mean. My hero. I I mean what let's 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 strip back just a little bit further. So this movie came out in 1991 and let's get into the mindset and the shoes of Cole at 1991. I am about 7 years old when this movie comes out. And I have already been a huge fan of Mr. Ernest P. World. I was into the Ernest television show that would show on Saturday mornings during cartoon time. I had seen Ernest Goes to Jail. I had seen Ernest Goes to Camp multiple times. I had seen Ernest on commercials. 
advertising Coca-Cola, advertising Brahms. I knew this man. And right. not like there's a point where you find something right and uh, you, 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 you experience all that thing has to offer. And sometimes there's nothing else that has to offer because it's come and it's gone. So here's an example. Ernest had these great movies, this great television show, this series of random commercials he has done. And I show up to the VHS rental store one day and I see that there's an advertisement for Ernest Scared Stupid coming soon. <laughs> and being a fan, already experiencing the catalog that he had given us already, knowing that there was a new Ernest movie on the horizon, not only was this a new Ernest movie on the horizon, but Cole at this point is a Halloween nut, just like I am today. So you're <laughs> telling me, world, universe, <laughs> that my boy Ernest is going to be in a full-length feature film <laughs> totally centered around Halloween. <laughs> Talk about mind being blown. <laughs> this is like the best news you could ever receive in your life. That's like that's like the Green Ranger hand delivering ice cream to your door. It sure as hell is. I don't know what that means, <laughs> but it is. <laughs> but no, that's exactly what it is. It's like a unicorn flying out of your butt. It's that amazing. You can't that sounds painful. You can't explain it, but it happens. <laughs> so I was just elated to know that this was going to be a thing. And I adored the movie. Scared the hell out of me, but I adored this movie. I'm glad you said that because that was something I wanted to ask you. This is a scary me this too. is Okay, and so this is why we are talking about it. So, you know, the name of the podcast is The Scary Movie Ice Cream Night. Guys, this is a scary movie. Try to argue that with us. This is a scary movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. So let's let's get into it. Um well before we do, Mike, like what are like what was what was Mike at six years old like or seven years old? Were you excited for this? Had you known about Ernest? Like what's what's your background like with this? So here here's the thing. I do love Ernest, but I don't I don't think I had the love that you did because I didn't I actually didn't know he had a TV show. I didn't know that he was on like commercials or anything. I literally only knew him from this movie. Um, and I knew that he did other movies like goes to jail and saves Christmas, but I, I actually didn't watch those, but like, I fell in love with him from this movie and I'll get into a little bit more about that later of why specifically, because he kind of reminded me of several of my family members when he <laughs> goes into some of those different characters, but, yes. <laughs> um, but, uh, I, I think the first time I saw this movie was maybe around uh, late elementary school or early middle school. Mm -hmm. um, and that opening intro uh, with the song mm. scared the crap out of me. <laughs> really? You found that? Yes. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it was specifically because of like the oh, 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 man. parts. And I just, like I said in previous casts, I can't stand like spooky sounds. That's, um, that's like, some spooky sounds for sure. Yeah, th that, that, that did it. That was all I needed. And I just, I couldn't handle it. Oh man. All right. Well, with that said, we got to get into it. And obviously if you've ever seen this movie, 
if you haven't, I cannot tell, I mean, here's the deal. If you don't know what Ernest is and you have no idea, Ernest is a comedian. I mean, he's just a funny guy. I mean, he's not like a stand-up comedian, but he's just, he's kind of like your slapstick Three Stooges kind of guy for the 80s. Um, very goofy, very charismatic, very, I mean, he's just, he is his own deal. That's what I love so much about him. I had just never experienced anything like Ernest before. Like, he wasn't ha-ha funny like a clown. He's not wearing a clown outfit. He's like this blue collared hard-working american-blooded you know janitor more or less <laughs> and he's just like he's the underdog like he's he's a little dumb but he's got a heart as big as new york city yeah and he just wants everything to work out for the greater good he cares about mm-hmm. people he's got a little bit of an ego but it's in a very charming way yeah, and a, there's there's never a malicious bone no, in his body. No, not at all. I mean, he he kind of reminds me of a little bit of like a Don Knotts, if you want a comparison yeah. to someone who came before him. It's kind of like he's not like he hangs around children, but it's okay. Yeah, <laughs> like he's the you guy, feel okay like you, about it. You want this guy to hang, like you want your kids to hang out with this guy because he's they're going yeah. to be. They're not necessarily going to be safe because he's he's such a goofball. Like something wrong is going. He's like he's accident prone, like Tim Taylor from uh, Home Improvement. He's sensitive, and that, and I will expand on that much later when we get towards the end yeah. of the movie. But I do have to do one very very small, very quick tangent because you just reminded me of it when you said Tim Taylor. But back to when I was talking about our uh, Home Improvement marathon, we put on the first episode. Tim is on tool time. Al walks out and Colt goes, daddy, is that you? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> and Heather just lost it. Cause she always says how much I look like Al. That's and I'm amazing. Like, I don't look like Al. And then Colt innocent and sweet as he is says, daddy, is that you? It has no idea. Like, no. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> well, you've, you've even come to that conclusion that you do look like Al. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> all right well let's get into the movie i think i've i've set up Ernest fairly well and you'll probably get a better sense of him as we talk about this but of course like with any movie we talk about we're going to spoil things so if you've seen it and you love it strap in and enjoy this with us if you haven't and you you, you want to see it then take a pause go see the movie and get back to me but hey if you just want to stick around and hear about this i appreciate it all right here we go the intro to this movie is one of the best movie intros ever (laughs) like and so like going back to that age i was when i saw this movie because i saw it when it was released this blew my mind because i felt like i could just notice and tell there was a huge significant change in what earnest movies were supposed to be or what they were because a lot of his 80s movies were very indie produced, very low budget. And this one from the start felt like there was some money behind it. That, you know, like the cameras were just better. The 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 music and the, you know, the presentation of it was better. Um, this scene opens up with Ernest just like, it's, it's kind of intertwined of him like acting scared. And then they're showing scary clips from B movies. Yeah. And being a kid... And being into horror and scary and the macabre of such, seeing these images of movies I had never seen in my life. 
and their spooky images, I'm just like, what movie is that? What movie mm-hmm. is that? Oh, what mm-hmm. movie is that? You know, I'm just like, I want, I want to see all of these movies now. Like Ernest just endorsed 57 black and white horror films to me, and I want to know what all of them are. <laughs> Let's go no, rent those. Not for me. I was like. Ernest, you're supposed to be funny. Let's 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 get past this. Let's stop showing. Man, I I mean, stuff. it was like it was the equivalent. The intro was like to me like riding a, a ride at Disney World. I was just like yeah, I thrilled left to right. I was like whoa whoa whoa. So I'm gonna read off the list of horror movies that are shown in this intro. Um, and some of these I've actually seen, which is really cool. I mean, obviously years later. Um, but here we go. We've got clips from <clears throat> Nosferatu, which is a great movie. Uh, White Zombie, also a great movie. Phantom from Space. The Brain from Planet Aros. The Screaming Skull. Missiles to the Moon. The Hideous Sun Demon. The Giant Gila Monster. The Killer Shrews. Battle Beyond the Sun. And the Little Shop of Horrors 1960 version, not the musical from the 80s. Um, interesting yeah so i'd only obviously i'd only seen actually i've seen bits and pieces of the original um uh little shop of horrors but um horrors (laughs) (laughs) horrors um but white zombie and nosferatu are really cool movies um but yeah it was just it was really a thrilling and exciting intro like what a way to kick off a movie like so Mike, even though you were scared of it then, what's what's it like seeing that intro now? Like, because intros um, to movies aren't really things. Yeah, the the music is my absolute favorite part of it. Uh, the yes, the, even when I was scared of it as a kid, I still loved that song. It has and the so, Danny Elfman vibe to it, right? Yeah, totally. Um, but I really enjoy the um the fun typography from like a d- design standpoint. Yeah. The horror bloody, you know, the, the scratchy looking font really mm-hmm. cool. But I also love how, uh, Ernest is kind of playing along to the music. Like when you hear the scary spooky sounds, he's actually covering his ears. Yeah. Um, during that part. Cause it was like, that's what I was doing too. Um, <laughs> but then he's like, he's being goofy through it and doing all of his funny faces. And, uh, I, I mean, I think it's great. Yeah, I mean, it's so fun. And it's visually pleasing. Like, if you haven't seen the movie, at least do yourself a favor and check out the intro on YouTube. You can find it. Just search for the Ernest Scare Stupid movie intro and tell me it's not awesome because it really is freaking awesome. Yeah. It's so well done. Another thing that really excited me about that is I've, I've talked about it before way back in the day of this show, but... Um, my mom had enrolled me into a summer reading program at our local library when I was a kid. And it was fun because I, I generally liked going to the library, but I would only read scary books. And um, I would check out these monster books and they were all like the, about the black and white monster films. So there was a Wolfman book, a Frankenstein book, etc. And I was, um, these movies clips that are being played in the intro reminded me of the books I was checking out from the library. And, of course, I would go back to the library. I'm like, I can't find all these other ones. Where's the giant brain or the skull? <laughs> like, <laughs> That's the one I remember the most from the intro. The giant is brain. It's so creepy. Brain crashing through. Another really cool fact. Um, actually, I had seen the one of the brain movie um, when I was in college. It was Halloween Day. 
and I had turned on the TV while I was getting ready for um, for class. I was, you know, getting dressed, brushing my teeth, and they were showing nothing but black and white horror movies all day on Halloween. And that movie was the first one on that morning. And I was like, it's from Ernest. Oh, my God. But I was like, oh, I got to go to algebra. <laughs> but uh, so so moving on to the plot, the movie takes place. Um, it's It kicks off back in a time that is uh, is not current. It is the 19th century. <laughs> and there's this little girl that's being uh, chased by, um, well, we can't see what she's being chased up by, but we know what it is uh, eventually. And it's a troll, but she is running. And this is a very intense scene. Like, it's kind of weird to go from that spooky yet goofy intro to this very intense scene where this girl is running for her life. And... Um, basically the uh the monster beast gets a net thrown over it and it gets thrown bagged and netted and thrown into uh like a, a ditch that they have the townspeople have dug and um they're throwing dirt on top of it and there's some dialogue between this this man who is you know basically putting a curse over the troll um and the troll is talking back you know i'll get you blah 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 it's a dude you know i'll have my revenge but this man is, uh, you know, a, a gentleman that we found out, find out is um, a dis- a, the great, great, great grandfather of Ernest. And um, basically what he does is he plants a tree over the grave that they did for this troll. And this tree is the seal to the grave. And it can only be, uh, you know, the, the, the curse can only be lifted by another whorl. And a Whirl is that's what Ernest is. That's his last name, Ernest P. Whirl. And that's W O R R E L O. You'll hear me say his name multiple times through this cast, but because I have a weird speech impediment, it probably won't make sense. So I'm telling you now, it's Ernest oh. P. Whirl. I always thought his last name was World. Me too. Me too. When I was younger. Yeah. yeah. Um. But anyway, so the the reason this story is being told to you obviously is to set up what this thing was and why it you know how it got you know bound away for years and years to come but the it's the story is being told by a girl in this school and she's basically having to give a report on the town of Brayerville, missouri which i'm from like my family is from grove oklahoma we're only five miles from the Missouri state border, and I was actually born in Joplin, Missouri. I always liked that this was taking place in Missouri because I was like, we go there all the time, you know. <laughs> um, but I don't, I haven't looked up to see if that's a real town or not. I, it might be, but don't don't write in about that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, she's giving this report and she's getting some flack from it because the reports are supposed to be about town history, but this is. As the teacher explains, like, it's okay. It's This is, you know, myths and legends are a part of a town's history, even if it's not necessarily, you know, actual history, but it's still a part of it. Right. And that's where we, you know, we introduce the, the girl who is telling the story and then the boy who has a crush on her, her best friend. Um, her name is, the girl's name is Elizabeth and the boy's name is Kenny. And uh, so anyway... That's we kind of established that. And so the teacher asked the question, you know, basically like, uh, what was the other thing about the curse? And uh, or what was the curse that I think it was the troll that put a curse on him? 
Mm-hmm. But basically that the descendants from him will just get dumber and dumber and dumber as time goes on. And that's where they introduce Ernest, who, quite frankly, is probably the dumbest person on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. not at the same time. Yeah, I mean, I mean he's at not the, a complete At the moment idiot. she's saying that, you see him, uh, like, using his weird genius to, what is he watching? We, I don't even know what yeah, he's Yeah, we don't know he what he's going to watch. He's a sanitation engineer for the for the county. Yeah. Um, but this is what's really cool. If you don't know a lot about Ernest, I mean, that's kind of his 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 stick. Like he's he's an idiot, but he's also really brilliant. Like his house in his TV show is like a mousetrap board game. There's like all these little gadgets and trinkets that all do certain things that, you know, are actually really easy to do if you just do them, but he's got all these things rigged up to do them for him. Yeah. And that's, I mean, it's kind of cool how that's kind of carried on some of his movies. Like, um, you know, again, very much so like Tim Allen or, you know, Tim from Toolman, uh, well, I also feel like that's such a 90s thing because I mean like it makes me f- think of like uh, Gremlins like the dad inventor oh, who's sure. just got these weird zany things but also like uh, Honey I Shrunk the Kids Rugrats like, Tommy of- Pickles dad was a, yeah, a wacky yeah. inventor <laughs> yeah there's just so, ma- so many examples of like people using everyday objects to create bigger machines yeah. to do simple tasks which here's a, here's a little fun thing to think about we live in the day and age of the iPhone. You know, like, I always think of that episode of uh, Home Improvement where Tim and Al do that special for that uh, on their show about building the manly bathroom. And I always loved, got a kick out of that as a kid, that there was a TV that popped up so you could watch it while taking a dump in your toilet. (laughs) And if you think about it, you can do that right now on your phone. Totally. You know, and it's like, you don't see shows like that anymore where someone's constantly inventing and trying to come up with the like I think the 80s and the 90s were very obsessed with the future and like what because if you know their their parents grew up and they're like hey it's the microwave or hey it's the refrigerator <laughs> and so there was blankets yeah <laughs> toasters wow <laughs> but you know it's it was like the that was the age of like appliances and getting these things and so like what's next if you've got a refrigerator and you've got a toaster and you've got sliced bread what's next and i feel like they grew up trying to invent the next toaster or the next refrigerator but now we're just so content that we have the cloud and the iphone yeah. <laughs> that nobody gives a crap about making anything new we're good now you know that's yeah, we've got it <laughs> yeah so that that's something you just don't see a lot in in shows and movies of, of, of our generation but yeah Ernest is a very handy man he's a very wacky guy he's very eccentric so he's got being a sanitation engineer he's got a hell of a rig set up of like buckets and mops that like self you know like I don't I don't know how to describe it it's just like it's 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 a wonder to see it's ridiculous but anyway um Without doing a complete play-by-play of the movie, we'll just kind of get into the plot. But basically, uh, Ernest is assigned with the task that he has to go out and uh, convince old lady... uh, Is it Hagmore? Yes. Yeah. Who is played by uh, Eartha Kitt. Very... Probably the most famous person in this movie outside of Jim Varney. (laughs) But more famous than Jim Varney. She's like... 
that's like some major street cred to have Eartha Kitt in your movie. Well, see, like, first time seeing that movie, I had no idea who she was. So, like, anytime I see her outside of that movie, I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's old Lady Hackmore. Mm -hmm. I actually, my dad had pointed out to me that she was uh, Catwoman from the Batman series. Yeah. Because I I had been watching the original Batman, you know, with Adam West at the time. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, but it was mind-blowing to me to see how old she was in this movie because she's like mm-hmm. a young babe in Well, see, Batman. since we're talking about her, I'd like to talk about her character a little bit because I'm confused as to her timeline. She wasn't there when the troll got buried, was she? She was. She was? She was just a little kid? Yeah, she was very, very little. Yeah. Okay. Because I feel like that's just a lot of generations yeah. ago. Well, she's probably supposed to be like in her hundreds in this movie. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. She's very old. But yeah, she. I am. I made some kind of like sideline comparisons to uh, Rosie O'Donnell's character in um, Harriet the Spy. <laughs> because they both had very weird, kooky houses that were just full of junk. Uh-huh. Um... But she's like this eccentric lady. I mean, she's got her eyebrow hair is longer than her actual hair on her head. I mean, she's just (laughs) very, she's not maintained. She's very haggard. She's very crazy. She's got like fires burning in her yard and junk everywhere. And um, it's just, I mean, it looks like a, like a metal dump facility. Like it's, it's just crazy looking. Yeah. But Ernest has to go tell her that she needs to get this stuff cleaned up or the city is going to, you know, evict her or do it for her, more or less. And so that's when he goes out there and she basically comes to realization, you know, on the spot, like, aren't you a world? And he's like, you know, yeah. And she's like, get off my property, you know, because (laughs) she knows that he very well could wake up the troll who is basically living in her backyard under this giant creepy ass, but really cool looking tree. (laughs) Yeah. And so Mm -hmm. what happens is the kids that we were talking about earlier, uh, Kenny and I believe the other, uh, Kenny, Elizabeth and, um, Joey is the other kid. They're three best friends. And, um, they, they have built this homemade, uh, spook house walk, you know clubhouse type of thing and these two asshole kids come and wreck it and every 90s movie like why like isn't it funny how all the jerks jerk kids in 90s movies are just the ugliest looking dudes you've ever seen <laughs> like can you imagine what casting is like it's like okay you are weird as hell looking you're gonna be the boy <laughs> yeah he probably Auditioned for the like main kid. But yeah, it's like no, 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 son, son, you are not main kid material. <laughs> but you can the... pick on him. <laughs> <laughs> you can either be the bully or the troll. Yeah, exactly. And you're not quite big enough to be the troll. But <laughs> basically, they go and wreck their their clubhouse or their spook house, and so they're forced to find, um, you know, a way to kind of salvage it. But here's what I don't understand. They have their haunted house wrecked, but yet the solution is to go build a clubhouse? Yeah, well, that's what Ernest suggests to them. Because, like, their clubhouse was, like, really... I wasn't impressed with their little... No, it was it was cute and silly, but it seemed almost a little more juvenile for their age. Yeah, but then they have Ernest help them build the treehouse. Yeah, and, like, and that's earlier, one of my favorite scenes in the movie. Yeah. 
we, we've seen earlier how he's kind of a master of building cool things like that. So yeah. like, that's how the treehouse looks so much better than the so this house. Yeah, exactly. So this is one of the coolest scenes in the movie. And if you grew up in the 90s, you know just how, like, how 90s movies are just so extreme. It's not just like, let's go build a clubhouse. Let's build a freaking clubhouse. Like this thing is massive. It's super inventive because of Ernest's wacky mad scientist type skills. Um, but one of my favorite scenes besides them building it, because, you know, they build it in a day in just like an afternoon. Yeah. Like there's no scenes of like them changing clothes or looking different. And yeah. all of a sudden, you know, there's like all this pile of junk that they can make a treehouse out of. Yeah. Um, but that's that's the 90s movies for you. Um, but what, one of my favorite scenes is when they're looking for the perfect spot to build it. And uh, they're just trenching through the woods. And there's some funny things that have happened. But, like, Ernest <laughs> makes this joke. And it killed me last night when I heard it. When I was rewatching it, he's like, uh, don't worry. If we get split up, just know an old pioneer trick is that, um, <laughs> uh, that the bark always grows on the outside of the trees. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. I must have missed that one. Yeah, I just I was laughing so hard because like I've probably seen this movie a hundred times and like it's just funnier when you're older because the stuff he says is just like it's kind of over your head as a kid, but when you get older, like you're like, man, this guy is really hilarious. And it's easy to miss things like that because it's like everything he says exactly. is something like that. Yeah. Like and there's stuff you get and stuff you don't, but it's just like it's all hilarious. Um Yeah. But yeah, so they, they build this clubhouse and basically what happens is that's the tree that the uh, troll is underneath. And of course, Ernest, you know, uh, old lady Hackmore comes out and finds him in the tree and she just, you know, she loses it. And so Ernest follows her to, you know, kind of calm her down and let her know it's going to be okay. And she basically tells him that, you know, the curse is lifted by a whorl if they say and do this. And so he goes to the tree and he's explaining to the kids, you know, oh yeah, she's real mad that we built the, the tree house on this tree. Basically, a whorl like me lays his hand on the tree like this and says, you know, such and such that you'll set him free. And of course, he does exactly what he says. And that's when the nightmare begins. Right. <laughs> We slightly overlooked one of the best scenes in the oh, movie. Oh, let's get into because it's probably gonna happen. There's so many good ones. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the scene that where Ernest is inspiring the boy to make the treehouse. That's house, right. It's the first. It's the first time you see his like multiple personalities. Yeah. It was a dark night in Lower Botswana. Giant bula bula flies droned in the still air. Then it came. The screeching war cry of the Ottoman horde. Ah! We're the Ottoman! And you're not! You're in a world of it now, pal! Oh my, I'm afraid. Sure, I'm scared. Everybody in Botswana is scared. It looks like curtains. This place is just screaming for Drake. Don't worry about the Ottomans. They're just wusses. They're all talk. I knew an Ottoman Eagle Scout. He got a merit badge in wholesale slaughter. Ah! Come on, Ottomans. Take a piece of me. <laughs> what we need is the high ground. The high ground is no good without trees. Friends, Romans, Botswanians, lend me your trees. 
There ain't no trees in Botswana. Uh-uh. I know. I am a Botswanian lumberjack, and I ain't never had a job. We need dress shield. You need the high ground to keep away from us. Cause, cause we're the Ottoman. Ah! And so Ernest is kind of like a guy of like many faces, I guess. So um, yeah. he's basically, you know, Kenny goes to him in his garage and is like, you know, these jerks wrecked our, our haunted house. And he's like, well, you got to you, you, you think about taking the high ground. You need a place of your own, you know. <laughs> and basically he's ex- he's uh, talking about what the battle between the Ottoman Empire and the uh, Boswanian uh-huh. village people. <laughs> Just like, who the hell is this? <laughs> but yeah, basically he's get he's getting into all of his personas and it goes anywhere from an old lady <laughs> to um a hillbilly to one of the guys in the Ottoman Empire to a Boswanian lumberjack who has the funniest lines where he's like he's like Mm-mm, no way there's no trees in Boswania I should know because I'm a Boswanian lumberjack and I ain't never had a job <laughs> <laughs> dude and I know I sound my... insane saying that because you haven't seen it you don't know how funny this is but it's funny <laughs> he's hard to understand in that one too but this is my favorite scene because there's one character specifically and it's the older lady with the neck brace. Yes. The neck brace. Oh my gosh. She is my grandmother. Like (laughs) Jim Varney reminds me of my grandmother, like just to begin with, but like he nailed my grandmother. No jokes. (laughs) (laughs) I I get it. (laughs) Um, like that's just how she talked like she would answer the phone and be like hello (laughs) and she'd call me doll and she had like the the long press on nails and everything she worked at a drugstore for a really long time and she's she that's just that's who she was and like that oh my i'm afraid that yeah oh my god it's so funny yeah that's amazing She'd be like, what do you want for breakfast, sugar? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I can't wait to watch this movie again. Just think that's my grandma. <laughs> but, yeah, it's really one of the most, like, random scenes. And it's super funny. But these characters make a comeback later in the movie. So it's kind of like a nice little preparation of, like, what's to come. Because it just makes yeah. the ending so much more epic. Uh, yeah. But, yeah. Basically, he ends up setting the troll free, and then that night, the troll takes his first victim, which, yes, the troll turns the little child into a wooden figure. (laughs) Excuse me. (laughs) And so, basically, to kind of speed things up a bit, the troll is already got his first victim. Uh, Ole Hackmore can kind of sense it. She knows what's going on. She knows the troll's been awakened. So now it's the job of Ernest to track down the troll. Um, and basically where we end up getting to is this, um, whole mess of, um, you know, Kenny and Elizabeth, like the kids are just kind of whittling down a bit. And so, um, Elizabeth gets taken and then, um, uh, one of the bully kids gets taken and basically we're, they're trying to figure out like, how, how do we stop this troll? How do we catch it? And before I skim over these guys too much, there's there's these two characters that I really enjoy this movie who are kind of like the, I don't know, like the ultimate sales, sales guys. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, 
their name is Tom and, and Bobby Tulip, and they are also very eccentric and very hilarious. Um, they kind of own this store that just sells everything, and they just happen to have like a whole bunch of troll hunting type of, of equipment they're trying to sell Ernest. <laughs> yeah. Were they recurring characters they were. in Ernest movies? Okay. Yeah, in movies and I think in the show. Um, I know I had seen them multiple times before they were in um, yeah, Ernest okay. Scared Stupid. So, yeah, really, really kind of a funny pair. But um, basically, Ernest is just like he's trying everything he can to trap the troll, to get prepared. And what happens is he kind of he kind of has to go back to old lady Hackmore and figure it out. But she's got this book that's all about the troll. And there's a page that's stuck to another page, you know, so classic. Mm-hmm. And um, it says that, you know, basically the get rid of the troll is through uh, a childlike heart and a mother's care and the use of M.I.K. And the little letter in between those is, is missing. And uh, so Ernest thinks it's Miak, Bulgarian Miak, which is not a thing, <laughs> but I guess it is because he finds some. But what's what's funny is there's a scene where Kenny is being chased by the troll and there's a little bit of foreshadowing of like what might actually stop this troll or what the M.I.K. is. But there's a scene where a purity milk truck drives by and all of a sudden the troll is gone. And Kenny knows is like, what where the heck did the troll go? But he's he's just more relieved in the fact that he's not being chased anymore, so he gets off scot-free. But we find out later that um Miak is actually milk because there's a scene where Ernest shows up at the Halloween party at the school and he's trying to warn everybody, but the troll comes and that's when he takes one of the bully kids. And uh, the troll is about to, I guess, take hold of Ernest, but Ernest falls back into a soft yogurt machine, which spills out everywhere and scares the troll, and it's dairy. So that's when they realize it's milk that the troll is scared of. Mm-hmm. And so basically, there's this awesome scene where the kids, you know, they're like, it's milk, we gotta get, you know, it's the milk. And they know the troll's headed back to the tree because that's where he's keeping the wooden dolls of the kids he's been taking. And this tree is growing these little bitty pods that look like Brussels sprouts. <laughs> so gross. So gross. And I love that Ernest makes the comment that is like, they look like Brussels sprouts. Yeah. <laughs> which no kid likes Brussels sprouts. So what a perfect analogy to use for something like this. Yeah. You know, the pods yeah, of trolls point. being birthed. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. And so basically the kids, there's this amazing scene where they're going through the supermarket and they're just raking everything off the, uh, off the, uh, supermarket, uh, or off the, the dairy product shelves. So they're getting sour cream and milk and cheese and all this stuff. To, and they're like loading up on super soakers. Yeah. And- which is really cool. Yeah. Um, I worked at a grocery store for seven years and you have no idea how much every single day I wanted to recreate this scene. Oh, I know. I still do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so a really cool, interesting fact about this movie, it was filmed right here in Nashville. And so Old Lady Hackmore's place is really just about three miles from our house. And it's actually oh, wow. a place. Wow. And they've redone it and refurbished it to where it's very pleasant to look at. But I guess the movie wasn't too far off from it being this hideous, really ridiculous looking area. That's interesting. Yeah, really cool. Um, the grocery store is located in East Nashville. And it's this little mom and pop grocery store um, that still exists. So Brett and I, we got to go out there and check it out. I want to go through the dairy section. <laughs> <laughs> 
so maybe one day I'll I'll go to these spots and take some pictures and post them. But um, yeah, that's, there's a, is Purity a real brand? Yeah, and that's what was so cool is when I first moved here, um, Purity. I always brought my milk from Brahms, mm-hmm. and now I, it's it's Purity because it's it's, it's a Tennessee brand, and that's what Ernest had. <laughs> yeah, see that's interesting because I just assumed that that like Highland is like the the brand or Borden is the brand. Yeah, that and Purity was everywhere. just a name from the movie. Like it's kind of funny how that name kind of rings true to like what could actually kill the troll, you know, the purity of it, you know, the the mm-hmm. unconditional love, which is what we find out later. It's really unconditional love that this troll hates. Mm-hmm. And so really, you know, what happens is there's a huge scene at the end of the movie where everyone goes back to the tree where the tree house is and the troll has everything. And all these pods, these Brussels are dropping and trolls are being hatched. And it's just this battle between the kids and the town folk and the trolls where they're using the, so the, the trolls are traumatizing and torturing all the adults, but the kids are like, we got you, you know, um, they've got like yeah. the super soakers with the milk in it and they're squirting the, the trolls and the trolls are fizzling out. And it's just like this really awesome but ridiculous like scene <laughs> oh man the scene that gets me the most is when they have uh kenny i think kenny's dad is the sheriff right yeah he's handcuffed to the car and they're like the one of the trolls is hitting another troll in the back of the head because he swallowed all the bullets and they're firing bullets at him and kenny comes up and like disintegrates them with his milk yeah and the dad's like or kenny tries to run off and the kid's like kenny wait and uh, he turns around. He's like, "What?" And he's like, "Go get him!" And he gives him this huge, goofy thumbs yeah. up. And I'm like, "You're his dad. You're a cop. Stop him!" Yeah. <laughs> he's going off to fight monsters. Yeah, but you know, he's he's handcuffed, so he's like, "Well, you go do it, son. Get him." Could you let me out? <laughs> I know. Like, get find the key. It's it's in my pocket. <laughs> But yeah, I, and this is another scene where the multiple personalities of Ernest come into play. So they're all like helping, you know, with the battle, which is confusing but hilarious at the same time. Right. <laughs> but there's this this is invention that he invented called like the drop or something where it's basically like this little toy helicopter that's carrying like a crate full of like the milk cartons and they're going to go <laughs> they're going to go fly this thing out there they're dropping on one of the more troublesome trolls out there but um there so it was something like you know oh it's time to use a trop and the person that's like your grandmother is like oh no not that <laughs> <laughs> yep <laughs> this is so good <laughs> oh my god but um they basically you know they get rid of all the trolls except they can't get rid of the main troll the one that started all and basically his powers have grown enough to where he's like the mega troll and here's the thing we're talking about trolls but what you don't know is these are the scariest trolls you've ever seen in your life and they are so disgusting they're like troll versions of the clowns from clowns from outer space yeah in fact, I think there is similarity between the designs. Like, I, I think that was something yeah. I came across. But, I mean, the trolls are so gross, though. Like, they have, like, multiple noses and eyes and ears. And, like, they're just snotty and huge and bulbous. Like, they're not, like, the you know, like, I know trolls aren't supposed to be, you know, pleasant to look at. But these things are, like, monsters. Like, 
we're talking like power ranger levels of like you know monster type stuff like it actually wasn't until this last viewing that i realized that the main troll had two noses i thought it was just like a split nose but yeah he legitimately has two noses well and it's it's funny because like this movie while it's a comedy for all intents and purposes the scariest thing about this movie are the trolls that's why it's a scary movie like these things are not like even as an adult i'm like these are disgusting like these are the Mm -hmm. ugliest things i've ever seen and when he like goes super cyan like he gets doubled (laughs) Um, (laughs) when he gets like you know super juiced he is the he's like even nastier like oh my god it's almost like a night and day difference it's like you thought he was nasty to begin with but now he is nasty it's like the super shredder oh yeah exactly i mean troll version so gross and of course milk does not work on this and he ends up turning kenny our boy kenny into wood Mm -hmm. um as I mentioned, there was a few scenes ago where Ernest's dog got turned into wood, which is really sad. And that's when you realize how sensitive he is. Yeah. Um, but it, what this is one of the things that I found so frustrating about watching it last night because I looked at Brett and I was like, why, why does she just say something? But like, there's a scene where, you know, the troll is monstrous and he 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 jumps down and it's it knocks Ernest out of the treehouse he ends up turning Kenny into wood and he drops down and there's like this ring of fire that goes all the way around the tree and it's warding everybody off. Like they can't get to him. It's just Ernest and the troll now. And uh, someone throws Ernest some milk and he picks it up and he's like, all right, you know, this is going to be it, you know. And um, he's starting to realize like maybe this isn't it. Like I don't know what made him stop. Like he doesn't even throw the milk. He just kind of sits there and thinks about it. And um, the uh, the the mayor had uh, of the town is there, and he's kind of a dickhead. And um, he's one of his sons had been turned into wood, so he's got he's got beef with the troll for sure. But he's just like kill him, kill him. And old lady Hackmore comes up to him, and she's like, "You don't understand. Milk's not strong enough. It's got to be the love of a mother, unconditional love." Because we find she figures that out later. When she witnesses a little girl telling her mom off and then breaking down and saying, I'm sorry, mom, I love you. And the mom's like, well, I love you, too, you know. And she's like, oh, the love of a mother, unconditional love. (laughs) But she doesn't tell Ernest that's what it is. She's she's sitting there whispering to the mayor. He doesn't understand. It's supposed to be love. I'm just like, you tell him. Tell the guy who's about to get his ass kicked by the troll holding a carton of milk. Tell him that's not what it is, you know, like. That scene confused me as a child because I thought it was like implying that she was his mom. I get that. Isn't that weird? Yeah, because it's almost like she's like telepathically telling him. uh, And he's like getting it. He's like heart of a child yeah <laughs> but it's like he comes to the realization on his own and that's when he's like you know hey little buddy come here and like this really sappy music starts playing and so the troll charges at him but he like embraces the troll and they slow dance to this really sappy you know ballroom song 
and he ends it with giving the troll this big kiss which is just so gross because there's like slime and boogers all over Ernest when he's done mm-hmm. and that's what kills the troll the troll fizzles out and the best part is so all these other trolls that have been fizzling out due to the milk the, their little death animations are really cool it's like this like funny like little smoke whirly wind thing that happens mm-hmm. and you know it just kind of like poofs well, with mm-hmm. the, the bigger troll, it's like it does the same thing and like all these ghosts are flying out of it. And then the end noise is like, boom. And it looks like a little like a little radar thing that shoots out. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like, wow, that's it. You know, that's not, yeah. not very epic. <laughs> <laughs> but um, because the trolls defeated, all the wooden children become their themselves again. And that's when you find out that the that old lady Hackmore, like she reunites with her brothers and sisters who were caught by the troll at the mm-hmm. beginning of the movie. And they're just like, Why are you so old? you know? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh and then Ernest gets his dog back and everything. And so um yeah, that's that's the end of the movie. Everything's good. <laughs> that okay, so what I wanted to talk about with like Ernest and his sensitivity, that's that's the scene that like almost makes me cry every single time was like Rimshot doesn't come out immediately. He's like, I guess there's nothing in that tree for me. I know, it's and so he's sad. like really sad about his dog. Yeah, you really feel for him. Yeah. And 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 even that that not even that's not even like the only thing um that kind of happens. Um, you know, that we get that sensitivity, but you know, he's he he doesn't really have like a best friend like the kids are his best friend and everyone kind of thinks he's a loser and everything and so you you really get the idea that like Ernest is this guy who just wants to be accepted and wants people to to be proud of him like that's just the most important thing to him right now mm-hmm. um and to make people proud he wants to do a good job and wants to make people you know proud of him but he just can't ever seem to have anything go right so the town is celebrating him for the hero that he is because he defeated the, the big nasty troll. Yeah. <laughs> so Mike, this is kind of a hot mess. I know this movie is nutty to begin with and we, <laughs> you know, kind of did a play by play, but kind of not because it's just, that's a whole lot to take in. But what are some of your favorite scenes in the movie? Uh, one scene that I really uh, remember a lot is uh, old lady Hackmore she, like one of the trolls like runs up and screams at her and then she like blah, back at him <laughs> and scares it off and like that just I always remember that scene and then for some reason it's a lot of old lady Hackmore scenes but um, she uh, when she's telling Ernest initially like of the dangers of the troll she's like flee this place flee right now <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just those are the those are the parts of the movie that I would quote all the time. Yeah, um, those yeah those she's she's such a good character. Um, I love her and Ernest's interactions because she just cannot tolerate the man, <laughs> and he he just doesn't have a clue. Like he's just he's there and he thinks that they're like partners in this, but it's just it's not really working out. <laughs> yeah, what was the name of the friend the who was the girl again? Elizabeth. Her kidnapping scene actually scared me the most. Oh, yeah, because the troll, she goes into her bedroom. Yeah, and it was like, um, up until then, it was like, it was all happening if you were out at night. But, like, this is the first time that the troll got you in your house. Yeah, exactly. Um, She's basically in bed and kind of, like, rolls over and, you know, booger lips (laughs) is right there next to her. And 
But uh, how 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 much were you liking what her mom was wearing? I mean, her mom was fly as <laughs> hell. <laughs> But her her mom had nothing on uh the the mom that was wearing the pizza outfit. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious! Oh my Tell god! The women the 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 '90s women have my heart, man. They are just <laughs> they got it going on. Oh, that's <laughs> one of my one of my favorite scenes. I really think like my like favorite scenes. Like obviously the end scene with the big milk war, and even the preparation of like the grocery store ride. All of those are amazing. But um, those are like the best scenes. But like Ernest's jokes and his subtleness for them are so funny. And like I, I could repeat some of them, but I won't do them justice. But like one of my favorite things is like Ernest is talking about how like he's like, I've never been one to quit. He's like, you could ask my fourth grade teacher. And there's a scene where he's like this kid and he's writing on the chalkboard and basically says like, um, you know, I, I, I will never learn when to quit or something like that. And, um, or I know, like, I promise I won't, like, scratch, like, I don't know what, it, it doesn't matter what he's writing. He's writing sentences, kind of like the scene in the intro of The Simpsons where Bart is mm-hmm. writing this long, you know, I don't know, did you have to write sentences as a kid? No, no, I never got in trouble. No. Yeah, I, we had to as a class once. I never got singled out to do it, but we all had to write sentences once as a class, which was pretty easy when there's 20 of you on one chalkboard. Mm-hmm. You fill it up pretty fast. Did you ever see those multiple chalk things? It was like you held it and it had like six pieces of chalk in yes. it so you could write six lines at once. I love that. That was really cool. I like the chalk holders that where you could like move the little oh, yeah. thing up and extend your chalk. It was like a vape pen before <laughs> the vape pen. That's exactly. But the scene when he's writing on the board and uh, basically she's like, the teacher's like, he never knew when to quit. And he re- takes his hand and like scratches the chalkboard with it and she just smacks him upside the head. I love that she smacks him and then he hits his head on the yeah. chalkboard. And this scene he shows up twice in the movie at the most perfect time as possible. Like I know it's probably not that funny when you're hearing it coming from me, but if you watch the scene oh, man. and the timing with what's going on in the movie, it's just it's just everything. It's awesome. I, ha- I always have to cover my ears during that. Oh, part I know. I hate I the scratching. I can't stand that. Yeah. Um, another scene that I really like is when uh, Ernest goes into that same supermarket um, earlier, and the guy behind the counter um, is. Uh, Ernest is completely oblivious to what's going on in the store, but the troll is in the store and he's just trying to check out with some snacks and stuff. And the guy at the counter is frazzled. Like he just can't speak. He's losing it. He's fidgety. And so um, Ernest is like, oh, we're, we're playing charades. Okay. Uh, let me guess. And so he's trying to guess like all these ridiculous things. And the guy pulls out the shotgun from behind the counter, and um, he's like, oh, wow, wow. You, when you play charades, you really play for keeps. <laughs> I just thought that was so yeah, funny man. to think about. He's just like, a comedic ge- <laughs> I would love to know how much of this movie is improv. Oh, I do too. I mean, I just, I feel like Jim Varney is just like a very brilliant person, and like yeah. some of the stuff just like happens. Um, but yeah. Did you talk about did you talk about dress shields? No, I didn't. <laughs> because I honestly, I don't even know what those are. <laughs> I don't either, but it's just funny that like his little grandma personality talks about him. <laughs> yeah. So he has like two grandmas. 
Yeah, there's a couple old ladies that he does. One with a neck brace and another one that's got kind of like this windbreaker colorful jacket yeah. on and like her, her hair and like a little bow. Yeah. I don't know. God, he's so funny. He's hilarious. I know we didn't do this movie justice and I know we don't do his comedy justice. So if you haven't seen it, you got to see it. It's so fun. It's I would I would re- like I know a lot of people worship Hocus Pocus, but to me it's almost like I mean, it was obviously better than Hocus Pocus, in my opinion, because it's earnest. But, like, it's that kind of fun Halloween charm. Like, it's a perfect Halloween movie. Yeah. I mean, this is, like, a perfect family-friendly Halloween movie. Yeah, and it's scary. But the good guy wins, so it's okay. Like, I think that's why it was really okay for kids to watch. Because, you know, even if the trolls are scaring the crap out of you, you're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. <laughs> yeah, I was watching it with Colt the other night, uh, at least part of it, and he was kind of getting quiet around the troll parts. And I know that's when he's kind of nervous, is when yeah. he's not talking and he's like really watching something. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, yeah, it's a great movie. You have to see it. So we'll get into the rating. Two scoops, sir. Two, make it three. I'm not driving. All right, Mike. I'm going to rate it first, man, but I'm giving this a three scoop. Duh. How could you not? How can you not? This movie is still funny as an adult. And sure, some of the, there's some slapstick humor and some goofiness in it. And that doesn't always come off as funny just because if you've seen it, you get, you know, what's going to happen. But I kind of feel like this is a movie that keeps on giving too. Because I pick up on so many things that Ernest says that just, like, are even funnier now as an adult. Like... Oh, totally. I love it. Like, I was I was still, like, my my sides were hurting last night from all the laughing I did. And it was probably my hundredth viewing. Yeah. And it uh, to its credit, there's really no lull. It's a pretty quick movie. Yeah, it's very quick. The pacing is awesome. It's always, you know, there's always something exciting happening. And there's always the story... Even though, like I have, like I said, my frustration at the end is like, why did you just tell Ernest that she, he, she, he needs to express love to this troll, you know? But it was kind of good that he figured it out on his own. How I have no idea, but he does. Well, it wouldn't be unconditional if he, if she told him to do Man, it. Damn, Mike, you gotta bring that in. <laughs> Jeez, we're just about to go out and get some trick or treating done. You gotta sit here and make a dude think. That's that's nice. You're I right. I always have one. You always. <laughs> you can, one. That's kind of your thing. I sit quietly the whole time. You let this idiot blab on all night, and you're bound to say something <laughs> intelligent. Everyone thinks you're so <laughs> smart, but it's because I'm so dumb. <laughs> now that's a really good point. You need to figure that out. He needed to come to the conclusion that he just needs to love this troll, and what a message that is. Mm-hmm. Hate. And violence isn't always going to get you what you want. Sometimes you just got to, you got to kill them with kindness. Yep. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> so you give this a three scoop too? Uh, no, I'm, I'm giving it a one. Well, this is the end of the show. <laughs> no, definitely a three. <laughs> Love it. Good. I'd give it a higher rating if I could. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. We just got this three scoop scale, but yeah. That's a five-star movie. (laughs) All right. Well, glad to know that you love this movie as much as I do. I I do want to put this out there. 
And there's a couple of you out there who are new to the show and have listened to every episode we've done. But please let us know if we've ever talked about Ernest Scared Stupid. Because I swear, I was texting Mike last night while watching the movie. I'm like, are you sure we didn't talk about this? Are you sure we didn't say this? Yeah. I like. I know we've brought we've it up. We've had to I have talked we've... about it just a little bit. Oh, because I know you've brought up dress shields. And I know you've told <laughs> me the story of uh, the the supermarket being in Nashville yeah. or in, in Tennessee, but I don't think we've talked about it in depth. And if we have, we definitely haven't talked about it this in depth. Yeah. Well, hopefully, I mean, it, it's funny because like part of me thinks like maybe we didn't talk about it in depth enough, but mm-hmm. it's just because it's late and this cast has been going on for two hours and I, I just can't talk anymore. <laughs> but it's a really good movie. And I talk about it all day. If someone wants to, <laughs> to have a conversation about it i really would right <laughs> <laughs> i will say i did find this out and this really bums me out but because this movie was filmed in nashville back in 2016 they did a uh showing of it in franklin where we went to pumpkin fest at and the director and writer of this movie was there hosting the viewing of the movie and they have brought in tons of original props and costumes from the movie and did a little mini museum for people to come and check out wow and i had no idea this happened i would have been there with bells on yeah i would have camped outside the event to see this had no idea but they did it and i missed out and i i hate that so much why why god why (laughs) (laughs) that's so crazy yeah What, what what When did Jim Varney pass away? Like, that was like late 90s, It was. um, Like middle school age? No, I think we were in high school. Because remember, he was was in Toy Story. He did a lot of... Yeah, he was the dog. That was 95. Yeah. Um, But... He passed away in 2000 at age 50. He was... I think he had lung cancer. Yeah. Uh, So sad. He he died so young. Um... And yeah, I mean, he was in so many good movies and had such a great legacy. And it's kind of a bummer that some of his later movies kind of sucked. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. no one needs to see uh, Ernest Goes to School or Ernest Goes to Africa. But I don't know. <laughs> maybe I'll watch him again sometime and maybe I'll enjoy him. Ernest sure went a lot of places. He did. <laughs> I I heard a joke once. I don't know who said it, but it was like, you know, Ernest went to Africa. Ernest went to went to school like. What about if Ernest went to the zoo? I really feel like he would have gotten into some really crazy shit if he had gone to the zoo. (laughs) (laughs) Ernest goes to the market. Ernest goes to the bathroom. Ernest does adult life. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Ernest goes to hell. Oh, man. Yeah, it's a little Jason movie. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. He would drive the devil nuts. That'd be hilarious. (laughs) What a great idea. Get him out of here. All right. Well, we hope you guys have had a very merry and scary Halloween. Uh, Mike and I are pretty exhausted, so I'm not saying this is the last episode of the year, but don't be surprised if it is. We might come back at you, but don't forget, we have another show. It's the Saturday Morning Ice Cream Show. We talk about all things from our childhood. You should check it out if you're into that or if you just like us. And I also want to say... Out now, if you didn't know already, we are featured guests on the latest episode of the Past Forward podcast. We are talking about all things Ghostbusters. It's a great time. We had a wonderful time talking with Colin and Wes and Corey 
and we can't wait to do it again. And we can't wait to have them on our show. Probably going to be the Saturday morning show because they're not all the scary movie likings. You know, Wes is kind of the scary movie guy in that crew. But they're great guys. They're super fun to talk to. Please go check out the Pass Forward podcast. We have a great time with them. And we hope you guys enjoy it. We hope you've had a good Halloween. We hope you've enjoyed all the podcast episodes that we've done and the mini casts. And gosh, yeah, we just can't thank you guys enough. Yeah, thank you. And please leave us a review. Yeah, leave us a review on iTunes. Um, for either show. For either but show. Hopefully that would be fantastic. The, the yeah, more reviews we get, the more people will see the show and check it out. And that would be awesome. Yeah. But uh, please be safe out there. Check your candy. Uh, check your candy before you eat it. You never know what's going to happen. Hopefully nothing bad. Hopefully just get some good sniffers. Uh, watch some Friday the 13th. Watch some Nightmare on Elm Street. Watch some movies. Watch something spooky. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I, one thing I wanted to ask you. Yes. Did you notice that uh, the very cute voice at the beginning of our new intro is uh, Colt? No. Oh, my God. That's yeah. so adorable. <laughs> what I didn't mean to ask Easter you that egg. until I just remembered. But. Oh, my God. That's adorable. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Well, now you know cool. what what what, what uh, Mike's son sounds like. <laughs> yeah, like a little angelic Halloween child. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. What a treat! All right. Yeah. Most of all, come back next time, or else you're gonna get it, bitch. All right. Later, guys. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween, everybody. Ah! Yeah, hello.